Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Hello, good day, everyone. Uh, we have another Doggy Be Good podcast for today, and today's topic will be dealing with dogs and emergencies. Uh, this topic came up because a lot of our listeners have been talking about some of the very dry conditions out in California and the concerns around the season that fires start and the fires can spread across. And many owners, dog owners, have concerns about, well, how do we save our pets if they're in the homes and no one knows about them? Um, so we'll take a look at that topic here. And actually, in my discussion prior to this podcast, Michael brought up some very interesting issues I wasn't even aware of. Okay, So, Michael, I'm going to give you the ground for a while here. Okay. Hi, guys. It's me again, Mike from Doggy Be Good. Hope everybody's well, and thank you for listening again. Um, some people have, you know, some of our listeners have sent in topics, uh, questions on, on topics regarding... Uh, how does you know the safety of their pets during emergencies such as the fires that are going on, mm-hmm. and what they can do to you know make sure that their pets are rescued? God forbid there's an incident, and um, you know what they can do to make sure that the firemen are aware that there's actually a pet in the home. And uh, these are certain things that we're going to discuss for today. Um, you know, some of the best ways that we have to let firemen know that there's a pet in the house is to actually post signs. I mean, they do have signs. That you could put on your windows saying, you know, pet inside. Uh, but what good are those if there's a fire in the house and the firemen are just, right. you know, they're not reading signs. They're bashing out your windows or the windows are blown out. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it's really a tough situation um, in, in my opinion because, you know, if you have a pet in the house and depending on what type of pet you have in the house as well, you know, it can be very difficult for that animal to be, to be rescued. Um, unfortunately... You know, a lot of dogs do lose their lives in, in, in house fires because they are unable to escape. And, you know, most firemen aren't, you know, going to risk their lives to get a pet out. I mean, some, some will, don't get me wrong. You know, they, they are, are firemen and they do what they can. But, you know, it, it's very difficult to rescue a pet. Now, you know, some of the other th- the things that we have to worry about is, you know, when animals are in a panic or an emergency situation, they do go into a defense mode. Um and you have to be very careful in any situation, not just fires. Um, in any situation, rescuing an animal can be very, very dangerous. Um, not that the animal is a dangerous animal, but when they're in a defense mode, they do show defensive behavior. A uh, perfect example, as I was explaining to you before, Dennis, was there was a video of the man who, a man who was rescuing a dog who fell through ice. And the dog was struggling to stay afloat and struggling to you know, not go under and drown. And a man went out on the ice to save this dog. He got on his belly, he slid out to the dog to try and grab the dog, and as he got closer, the dog, you know, went and bit his face. And the guy was, you know, wow. he, he couldn't believe it. You know, right. He was trying to save this dog, and this dog just went and bit his face. And, you know, the reason being is that because the, do- the dog is not a vicious dog, they're not, you know, he's not trying to hurt the guy, but when they're in a defense mode, they kind of zone out, and, you know, they go back to their natural instinct of, you know, an injured animal. An injured animal is going to defend himself to the death because, I mean, let's remember when you're in the wild and you see an animal injured, the other animals will, right. you know, I, dispatch I had, that animal. Right. So. I had not thought of that because I, you know, silly me, I keep thinking that dogs are thinking like people, that they're being saved, they're grateful for the, sa- you know, someone saying right. that. Well, <laughs> I'm sure they'd be grateful afterwards, but during the 
actual struggle for life, they are, you know, they are going to defend themselves. And, you know, you really do need to be careful. I mean, some of the best things you can do when we have dogs in distress, and we do get called out on, uh, on uh, distress calls, most of the time we'll get called if a dog was hit by a car, mm. which in New York happens quite, know, often. quite often, unfortunately. Um, and be it a dog or a cat, uh, you know, the protocol we use is, is really the same. When we get on scene, the dog is in shock. You know, they don't realize what they're doing, and they're, you know, again, going to defend themselves. The first thing we'll do is we take a blanket and we cover the animal. Oh, okay. um, a lot of times that will calm the animal down. So the first thing we'll do is we'll cover the animal. Uh, if we can, we try and get a muzzle on the dog, or, you know, if it, a lot of times you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, so what we do is, you know, we do use the proper gloves and stuff like that, and we will put a blanket over the animal. And that you know, tends to calm the animal down rather quickly, okay. at which point we're able to move that dog and get him into, uh, you know, a vehicle and transport him for, to uh, an emergency hospital. But just by covering the dog actually calms the animal down and, uh, you know, makes it a little easier for us to, to, to you know, save that animal, to rescue that dog. Um, same with cats, you know, we'll cover them up. Okay. Uh, it also stops, you know, it prevents the dog from seeing where you're going to pick them up and go for your arm and stuff like that. Good point, good um, point. <laughs> but you do have to be very, very careful when rescuing an animal. And I know everybody, you know, everybody who has a heart and right. sees an animal in distress, the first thing you want to do is you want to grab that animal, you want to scoop them up, you hug them and tell them it's going to be okay. Right. Uh, but Not realizing. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, scooping them up and hugging them could really cause you harm because that dog may, you know, lash out at you and... Again, it doesn't mean he's a mean dog, a vicious dog. He's just doing what his natural instinct is, is to protect himself and to, you know, when he's struggling for his life in any way. Right. So, Michael, getting back to our original question, um, what if an owner has a dog in their home and the owner's at work, but there's a home uh, fire and there are pets inside the house? How would the fireman or, or any emergency worker know that they even have pets in that house. Uh, what can well, be done? You know, like, like we had said, there are the stickers that go on the windows that save our pets. Um, another another product that's out there is um, the, the pet sign or pet signal sign. Pet alert, I think. I yeah, pet called. alert is yeah. one thing that's out there. Yeah. And that's a sign that just goes on your front lawn saying that you have pets. It's, you know, it, it's illuminated. Solar powered even. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's solar powered. And it's a large fireman that you have a pet uh, inside the home. Um, it's an approach. It's an it is. I mean, un, you know, unfortunately, you know, it, it, it's a, it's pretty. I, I think they said something like forty thousand pets perish in fires a year. Um, that's a big number. That's a big number. You know, a lot of times the uh, unfortunate part is that the pets will hide in the house, and when they do that, it's very difficult to find them. Um, you know, good point. Most dogs will find shelter like either under a bed or somewhere where they're. They think they're safe, but, and, you know, as well, naturally, know kids would do the same thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it makes it very difficult to save them. Um, you know, but if you do have some kind of a sign outside or, you you know, you can alert the firemen right away that there is a pet in the house, a lot of times they will, uh, you know, they'll do their very best to find that pet. But, you know, again, one of the, the pet's defense modes is to hide and... You know, if they do that, you know, you're not going to be able to find them. A lot of times they'll run away from the firemen. You know, a lot of times they try to get away from them, you know, because they're in fear. And they don't know it's a stranger. The situation's happening, so they try and run. Um, if you do have to evacuate, though, yeah. you know, your best bet is to leave the... 
because most of the time when you have to evacuate your house, you have to evacuate pretty quickly. Right. Um, to find your pet or to get your pet, you know, if you have kids and stuff like that, it's difficult. So, you know, leave the doors open. You know, I, I'd rather my dog run out of the house. <laughs> Good point. You know, and, and, yeah. and run down the street than get stuck in the house. I can always try and find my dog as long as, long as I know they're out of the house. Right. Um, so leave the doors open, you know, when you get out. And this way your, your dog can make their way to the exit, too. They know where the exit door is. True. And if they can get there, they will. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's a tough situation. It really is. It's, there's no really good solution that I can think of, you know, when it comes to this. Um, putting signs on your lawn or putting signs on the windows, you know, letting the, the firemen know that there is a pet in the house. And, you know, you know firemen. They'll do anything right. they can to save anyone or anything That's they right. can. So. It's hard enough for the firemen just to find the occupants. Yeah. The exactly. people and the kids. Yeah, and that's got to be pets. their main concern. Right, right. It's hard enough for them. You know, and, and protecting the, the property and the neighbors and, you know, let alone trying to find your dog or your cat or your bird or your rabbit or whatever <laughs> else you have in your house. But uh, definitely, you know, make it, you know, some kind of a sign to make them aware that there is an animal in the house, and they will do everything they can to get that animal out. But, you know, it's still a very difficult situation. All right. So we covered the fire situation and the evacuation there. But uh, let me ask another question, because we in New York, we recently experienced the Sandy Hurricane. Yes. And the guys, of course, in the... Louisiana experienced Katrina uh, many years ago, but here's another question. You know, how do we prepare for things like floods and things of that nature? And I mean, that was a big issue with Sandy. Yes. Where many uh, owners, they evacuate their home, but maybe they're not able to get their pets out. Uh, and yeah. so what can we do there? Well, I mean, I think some of the main problems we had with, with that situation was people didn't really take warnings too seriously. Right. So, you know, like we said, they didn't, they didn't take the warnings too seriously, and that's where a lot of people wound up uh, having issues. But uh, there were a lot of dogs that were displaced um, due to the storm. I mean, I know that we had at least 20, 25 dogs in our facility that were displaced from the storm that actually stayed with us for months and months and months and months. Wow. Um, did you know the owners? Or? No. What we did was we partnered up with St. Hubert's, oh, I see. which okay. is a big animal rescue facility in oh. New Jersey, and uh, we offered space to them. So we teamed up with, like I said, with St. Hubert's, and um, you know they were one of the main facilities that was, you know, helping the displaced animals and, and pulling them in. So we offered them space here because um, their facility was full, mm -hmm. and that's how we got a lot of dogs. From that, uh, you know, we teamed up with them and, and a few of the other rescues. But, you know, s to be prepared for something that catastrophic, you know, it, it's. I mean, I, I don't even know if you really, we really can prepare too much for something that catastrophic, other than, you know, evacuating. You know, yeah. um, when it comes to floods, you know, in your home and, and flooding with animals, the really, really, the only way to, to, to prepare yourself for that is to, to evacuate the animal and evacuate yourself. Yeah. I mean, dogs can swim. Obviously, they know how to swim, but well, most of them know how to swim. I mean, my, my dog, personally, my dog sinks like a rock, but uh, <laughs> he tries so hard. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, evacuation and, 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 you know, being on top of what's going on is really the, the key way to protect yourself. 
Um, you know, there are flotation devices that there there is out there for dogs. However, you know, when a flood hits, you're not gonna be able to prepare your dog or get the life jacket should on your I, dog. Should I prepare the the floating or should yeah, I get myself out? <laughs> you know, and it's not believe it or not, it's not so much the flood that's gonna create the problem. It's it's all the debris and everything else that comes along with that flood and you know, that's really gonna wind up creating the problem. Uh, Sandy was definitely something that, you know, either you were prepared for or you just or not, and the best way to prepare for something like that is to just pack your animal up and, and you know adhere to the warnings, because you know I, even though they are wrong, you know most, like of, the most of the time <laughs> it's that one time you don't listen and you don't adhere to that warning that there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with areas such as like Sandy Hook and uh, which again is in New York, right, and right on the coastline, yeah. you know, anyway, they got anything along the waterline. Yeah, they got yeah. absolutely hammered, and you know, the uh, the police department said, you know, leave, get out, because we are not coming in there once this storm hits. Right, you know, and why, you know, I I, I don't blame them, I and mean, well, why should they risk their lives for the people that aren't going to to adhere to the warnings, yeah. and, you know, and that's a lot of dogs got you know in a lot of trouble that way as yeah. well, victimized in yeah. this case because of the owners. Uh, just didn't want right. you know, to do what they decision. were supposed to do. Yeah, it's a bad decision. Yeah. But as far as dogs that were displaced, and you know, and they had to go to different homes, and you know, they had to go to different areas to, to live. Uh, you know, it it was a very difficult time. You yeah. know, very difficult. But uh, I remember hearing tales of uh, owners going home expecting to see their pets, of course, gone, dead, but only to find some of them found that their pets were floating. On whatever piece well, of furniture, you know, dogs aren't stupid; they are survivors. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you're going to evacuate yourself, you know, damn it, take your dog with you. Yeah. You know, I know sometimes it's difficult to find a place to, to stay with your dog, but you know, call a shelter. You know, we 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 took dogs in here. We're we're on higher ground. Yeah. So we had people bringing their dogs here, you know, hoping that their dogs would be safe here. And you know, they said, Mike, you know. We're bringing our dog. The storm's coming. The dog will be safe here. And I said, well, the dog's going to be safe here. As I'll keep your dog as safe as I can possibly keep your dog. You know, right. I can't I can't control the weather either. So, you know, but it's, it's a good idea to bring your dog into a shelter or someplace where the dog, you know, has a chance. If you're not going to, don't leave him home. Yeah. If you're evacuating, evacuate your pet. Take him with you. You know, figure out a place to put them. Call a, call a boarding facility. Call a shelter. You know, do something. Yeah. Don't just leave your pet at home because then, you know, the, the people were lucky to find their dogs alive. Right. You know? Good point. And on that note, we'll conclude our podcast on dogs and emergencies.